Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in quick message for you and then we will dive right into the show. If you are currently or an aspiring speaker, podcaster, or published author or coach, then this is for you. Are you ready to learn how to turn your story into that podcast, a published book, or a talk from the stage and actually step into the fullest expression and confidence of your story? Then you don't want to miss this. The Outspoken NLP board-recognized coaching certification is starting in early 2023. And this program, you will receive six certifications while learning how to become an industry-leading outspoken authority. This program is currently on pre-sale and the bonuses end on November 30th. And let me tell you, the bonuses are there to support you on your path to becoming the outspoken authority in your business that you know you can be. All the info is available in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you. Welcome back to the show. Today is a very special solo episode because I am celebrating, as I do every year, this is, unbelievably, this is the five-year anniversary of my book, When She Stopped Asking Why. It released November 17th of 2017. And when I look back, I I just literally cannot believe the journey. So I want to share a few takeaways, lessons that I always sit and reflect on, especially when it comes to this time, the anniversary of this vulnerable share that I put out into the world. So I want to celebrate it. We all have to celebrate. Honestly, like we have to be in a space of recognizing and standing in our gains and recognizing how far we've come because I'm not the same person that I was who wrote that book. Actually, I'm probably not the same person I was last month or yesterday, which is literally what happened. But I want to look back and honor the steps that I took to get to here, because without that book, none of this stuff that I get to do would happen. The book and the podcast launched at the same time. So it's, you know, it's actually, it's it's ironic because it's actually the five-year anniversary of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. So I should actually honor both at the same time. I want to share some lessons with you and this power of asking different questions, right? The If you're new here, then when she stopped asking why was created because it was a question that I was continually asking myself is the why question. And the why question is a victim question. And it kept me so stuck in my life and so stuck in my story that I couldn't even find my way out. It's like being in the bag, like in the paper bag except it was like really hard bag. So I couldn't rip it, but in the paper bag and not seeing the way out and realizing I'm the one that sealed it up, which is literally what I kept doing when I asked those victim questions. 
So learning to shift the why to what changed it, changed everything. So I just want to share a few key things and a couple of just one little takeaway from the book that I think can support you today, because I always want to be the mirror to show you what is possible in your own life with sharing your story. So I started writing my book back in 20, probably 2014, 2015. And I didn't know it was a book. It was literally a journal that I was writing in, trying to sort through my thoughts, trying to get clear on what was going on in my brain at that time. And it helped me to heal is literally what I, I didn't know that at the time. It helped me to heal and it helped me to feel better. And it helped me to build some confidence to reach out, share my story with others in very safe, protected spaces. So Facebook groups or small live events um, in Facebook Messenger with people. And when you're in that space, it was continually helping me to heal. And the more I felt that I healed, the more I, the more I felt comfortable in reaching out and connecting with others and the less I felt alone. Like it was a circle that kept happening. The more I would heal, the more I would speak, the more I would speak, the less I felt alone. And it just kept going. So it's not a case of like, oh, she can share and it's easy and she just has confidence in her voice. No, those are verbs. You have to build them. You have to build them and it's baby, 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 micro steps every single day. When you start with the intention of writing your book and you write with the intention that you are here to like support someone else, you know your lessons are going to help someone else, you start to sit in that intention of what you're writing for. And the reason that is so powerful and so important is because not everybody's going to see the same vision you have. Not everybody's going to get it. They're not going to get why you're doing this. Why are you writing? Because in this space, not everyone is going to see it the same way you did. And when I decided to write, majority of people thought it was absolutely batshit crazy. And I just kept feeling this calling that, no, I think I have to do this. I have to do this. So when you have that feeling, are you trusting yourself to lean in and follow through, even though no one else might agree with what you're thinking or seeing or doing. And that's that piece of trust. We can't expect others to trust us if we don't trust in ourselves first. We have to trust in our intentions and not be swayed by others and what they're thinking, what they're saying, what they're doing. This, everything I get to do today, including this podcast, would not be here if I had not written this book. And that's the proof that I go back to. So when it comes time to starting something new, I have shared, I will be starting a brand new solo book very shortly and bringing a few people along if you're interested in writing your solo book, but I will be doing that shortly. And I keep having this vision and I keep having this idea and to go for it and do it, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. But when I think of writing this new book, I get scared of like, God, it's so much work. Like, can I actually do this? If I don't trust in myself, I can't ask anyone else to trust in me either. And the other piece is, is that I have evidence. Like in business, when we are starting something, a lot of times we don't have evidence that it's going to work because we're trying something new. And I'm looking at it going, okay, but now I'm going to be juggling a business, growing business certification and writing a book, but it feels so right. And that's the intention of why I'm doing it. I'm following it because I trust in myself. And when I don't trust in myself, I go back in my own history and look for where is the evidence that I have done this before and it's worked out. 
hello, mathematical, analytical brain that I still have, which is actually an asset because I can find that proof it's there. So I encourage you to do the same thing because I guarantee you there's a point in your journey where you did do something that you built some trust in yourself. You're just forgetting or you're not seeing it right now. The next piece is that I had to let go of needing to be the perfectionist. In fact, I think I let go of her completely, to be completely honest with you. Um, For the most part, I'm all about messy action. I still, like I will share, even recently, I shared something online and it was a little quote card and I love the quote and it was something I would say. And somebody took a screenshot and shared it with me and said, you have a spelling mistake. I did, I did. And I said, yeah, I do. That was my answer. And she said, well, I think that as an author, like you really shouldn't have that. Like, don't you, don't you care? And I'm like, no, actually I don't. Because here's the piece. I actually laugh about messy action, but I look at it and say it at right now, messy action is on brand like mistakes. Yeah. They're on brand because I have let go of that perfectionist piece because she was suffocating me for years and stopped me from getting into action So let go of the need to be perfect when it comes to writing your story in a collaborative book or a solo book or anything for that matter. The perfectionist is not helping you in any way. She is stopping you from starting and she is stopping you from putting your magic out into the world. Next, I'm so grateful that I put my healing, my own healing ahead of building a business. We always go first. Always. Always. It's just always, you hear me, sir, you will hear me say this all the time. You go first. We have to go first. No one is coming. As Mel Robbins says, no one is coming. It's up to us to do it. So me putting my healing work first was incredibly important when it come, when it came to actually rolling this out as a business. So you might be in a space going, okay, but I need to build a business. Then I want you to also ask yourself, where might you be blocking yourself with your own healing process? Because that is a factor in how this is going to take off for you. Your healing, your growth always goes first, no matter what. Next, we never know who will be impacted by our story. We never, ever know. And we're not supposed to know. It's not the people who are in your life right now. You will be looking around going, okay, but so-and-so, Susie, sorry, Susie, but Susie, here, she thinks this, my aunt thinks this, like, I can't do this. This is blah, blah, blah. All the excuses you're giving yourself. Those people aren't the people who are going to be impacted by your story. It's the total strangers that are actually out there that are going to be impacted by your story. My tagline, someone somewhere is always praying for the solutions you're holding on to. I 100% guarantee it. They're waiting for you to go first. So don't make it about you. Make it about who can you support? Who can you impact? That is when it's going to create a massive change for you. Next, this started the journey of helping other women learn how to share their stories. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't have a clue. And it's truly a fire that I love being a part of. So when it comes to it and you start with the intention of like getting that messy action and putting that thing out into the world, You might think you know what is going to happen, and I promise you, you don't have a clue. Something very different, maybe completely different, maybe slightly different, is going to happen because you started, and then all of a sudden, I believe the universe shows up and other opportunities show up, and then it's like, oh, that makes sense. So for me, for about 18 months after I released my book, almost two years, 
I had people reach out to me and say, but how do you share a difficult story? I don't understand how to do it. And it took me time to recognize that, oh, that's actually what they're asking is how can I help them to do that? And that's what might happen. You might be surprised at how it's going to unfold and what it looks like. Next, (laughs) there is no easy way to do the work. As I just said, it's messy. It's messy as hell. It's hard. It's ugly. And through is the only way. When I had to write my book, I had to go back to very difficult experiences that I didn't want to go back to. I didn't want to think about again. I didn't even want to go there in my brain. And I had to. You have to go back to some of those situations to be able to extract the lessons. It doesn't mean you have to go back and live in the moment again and let it like fester and be all of these things. It's not that. You're not reliving everything. You need perspective. So one of the things we use in NLP is called time techniques. And when we do time techniques, it's like speaking to your subconscious mind. It's about keeping you high above. So you're always looking down into your emotions. So if you are in the space of writing your story, I want you to be able to look with perspective. You're not in it. You're never in it again. Okay. You're never in it again. You are safe. Don't bring yourself back there to relive it. Bring yourself back there to have perspective and just know that it it is messy. It's not easy. We've helped. um, We just published Everybody Holds a Story and we helped a number of women to share their story. And I can tell you for some of them, this was not an easy thing to be able to go back and extract these lessons from their stories. It was uncomfortable, but that allows you to go through it and heal it and feel it and understand those emotions. Next. There are gifts in all of our experiences and there are gifts inside of all of us. It is our choice whether we choose to use them or not. That's it. It's our choice. They're there. You have them. Every single person has them. And a lot of times they come from our worst experiences ever. The thing is, is if you don't use your gifts, no one else, I I can't use yours and you can't use mine. So if you don't use them, they go untapped. And when they go untapped, who is not getting the support? that they are praying for because you're not going first. I know it's hard, but use your gifts, use your gifts, use your gifts, because you don't want to get to the end of the light, end of your life. Honestly, with regrets, that's been my number one thing. I had a grandfather who passed when I was young. I loved him to pieces. He was just so much fun. Um, We actually called him funny grandpa and he did pass when I was younger, but I remember him saying clearly, and I still use this to this day. When it comes to making a decision, ask yourself in the big picture down the road, is this something I will regret for not trying? I ask myself that on every single question that is a challenging one. And I think, ooh, do I have that? Can I do that? And I look at it and it's like, if I regret it, if I think I'm going to regret it, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. I'm going to follow through and I'll figure it out. So use those gifts because we don't want them to go untapped. Honestly, someone somewhere is praying for the solutions you're holding on to. Next, we can always choose our hard. Staying stuck is hard. Moving forward is hard. Staying where you are is hard. We get to choose which one we want. We always get to choose, always. And so if you're feeling like you are stuck, and I understand the word stuck, trust me, if you feel like you are stuck, then you're choosing that. I love you, but this is an I love you, but moment, okay? It really is. Don't choose being stuck, especially when your soul is saying, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't choose that. You get to choose your heart. Here comes a biggie. Our stories happen to us for a reason. 
We get to choose to see the reason, or we can ask different questions as to what is this teaching us. This does not mean, before you jump down my throat, this does not mean that you deserve all the terrible things that are happening to you. That's not what it means. It means that we can extract the lessons out of the experiences that we have and the stories that we're living. We can look at it and ask, what is this teaching us? That's what we can ask. And when you can learn to ask that question, that shifts you out of victim mindset that allows you to have perspective and to look at what those lessons might be. And it will shift how you show up and shift how you think and act in your life. It really will. It will move you out of victim mentality to victor to creating change in your life. Big one of my biggest lessons I've had to learn. Some of the most impactful people in our life or the people we are meant to impact are people that we haven't even met yet. We haven't met them yet. They are waiting for us to go first. So I'm going to tie this back up into one of the earlier ones about going first. When I think of the people in my life now, the people who are closest that I get to work with all the time, that I get to do incredible work and impactful, meaningful work with, I didn't know them five years ago. I didn't even know them. I didn't know them when this book published. So I, I really want to share that with you as a very honest, real message that you will cross paths with the people who you are meant to impact and who are meant to impact your life when you keep going first, when you keep moving, when you keep getting into action. Next, if you're not in a place of believing in yourself, A, you're not alone. B, surround yourself with people who you can borrow your belief from. And then you will pay that forward to someone else one day. I borrowed so much belief from so many people in my life like years ago because I didn't think I could make it one more day. Honestly, I did not want to be here anymore. I did not think I could make it one more day. I borrowed belief because it was the only option that I had. And now I love to pay that forward to others. Do I still have people that I have to borrow belief in? You betcha. Yep. You betcha. I do. And I'm just being real with you. I do. And that has helped me and continues to help me every single day. Next, we are capable of doing more than we think. We are 100% capable of doing more than we think. We can do hard things and we are our biggest limitation. It is. It is. Our circumstances, like we, I understand shit happens to all of us but we are our biggest limitation. So we are in a constant journey in our life to learn how to get out of our own damn way, honestly, and keep moving. Next, the dots always connect somewhere. Oh, they always connect somewhere. Have faith that this dot today will connect to somewhere in your future, right? If you stand, if you look at where you are today, right today at this moment that you're listening to this, There is a moment in your life where you made a decision that brought you to where you are today. That dot connected to today. So if you believe in that dot and you can see that, then know that the dot that you are standing in today, like directly in today, is going to connect somewhere into your future. It will. You just have to know that it will. And you have to trust that. And I love that um, quote on like the dots always connect and things make sense when we look back in reverse. One of my favorite quotes, um, I've got two little things I want to read to you. One of my favorite quotes is um, Soren Kierkegaard, and it is the quote on the last chapter of my book. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. It must be lived forwards, right? Hindsight is a beautiful thing. We don't live with hindsight. We We are eyes forward. I think that's the other quote in the fact that like the rear view mirror is so small 
because we're only meant to glance back and learn. We're not meant to live there. The other piece that I want to share with you, and I just feel called to do this, is that one of the excerpts I want to read is that we have all had moments of massive growth, moments where we can have real respectful conversations with our kids and with ourselves. I am so grateful for these moments and for our candid conversations. I will take it without any expectations. It just is. I will take each day as the present day. And if the shoe drops, then I will stop and pick it up. Then not planning. I won't plan on that shoe dropping because that is living in tomorrow. And I, I live today, not in tomorrow. I learn to live now. I believe we all need to learn to live in the present moment. I don't think you can do that until life forces you to do it. Amidst all the chaos, pain, hurt, and loss, I am grateful for the lesson of learning the power of living in this present moment. I am wanting to just say thank you. Like, thank you for your support. Thank you for continuously keeping this book alive and helping me to keep it alive for reaching out for your messages. It means the world to me. It really does because I poured my heart into this and this was such an early part of my journey, but I'm so grateful for it. And I want to say happy anniversary to when she stopped asking why. And I want to say to my younger self that I'm so damn proud of you that you went even when everyone thought you were crazy for what you were doing And I'm grateful. Like I'm grateful for that experience. I'm grateful for the people the book has connected me to. I am grateful for the downloads, for the messages that I get, for the reoccurring payments that I get almost every single month for five years because it's being downloaded in different countries and for the people that it reaches and it supports. I just received an order for 40 books to go to a program to support people in a program. And I honestly just went, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful. So that crazy idea that you have that it feels like it's pulling on you and you know, you're meant to do it and nobody else understands it or sees it. How can you take one more step, one more action step today to bring that idea to life? Because it's meant for you. The idea was meant for you. It tapped you on a shoulder for a reason You are the person to bring it to life and someone somewhere is praying for the solutions that you're holding on to. Thank you so much. Gratitude. Honestly, if you do not have a copy of the book and you would love a copy of the book for the first four people that tag me on social media and share this episode at Marsha Van W, I will send you a book. So have an incredible day. Grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.